1: savior tonight you know a savior that can dry your tears calm your life amen give you a hope give you a peace amen you're not going to find anywhere else in this world I promise you that amen he is a great God what beautiful beautiful worship tonight amen as we lifted up the name of Jesus his presence is in the This place tonight. Amen. And he wants to do exactly what we've been singing about tonight. Praise God. Exactly what we've been singing about tonight. And exactly what I'm going to be preaching about tonight. Praise God. So I'm going to have direct your attention to Matthew, the 14th chapter, if you will. So good to see you here tonight and you that are joining us online. We thank you for. Amen. Being with us this evening and uh, we pray that God's blessings will be upon you where you're at. Amen also. Uh, Brother Gardner preached a wonderful message this morning. Amen. Thank him for that. I will tell you this, I think if I sweated as much as he sweats, I think I would lose weight. Amen. Amen. I love his passion uh, for Uh, the Word of God and for people and uh, in fact our ministry team um, they all have a passion for the Word of God and they want to preach the Word of God and touch the hearts and lives of people amen and I'm here to tell you tonight that if you will just allow God to minister to you tonight if if you haven't felt the Lord yet I, 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 I trust that you will before you leave tonight But I must tell you that if you'll just yield to him, God can do something great in your life. Amen. Amen. We've had uh, three days of uh, wonderful camp meeting, and we have our SIM camp meeting coming up. I was talking to our district secretary today for a little bit, and that's coming up beginning on the 22nd of July. If you wanted to just experience uh, uh, that, it's going to be at Lifeway in in Dayton. Uh, Because of COVID, we changed our plans and even though the government has kind of changed things now where it would have been okay, but it's going to be closer for you to if you want to come and enjoy that, amen. If you want more information, you can see Brother Bobby and he'll tell you more about that. Amen. Matthew, the 14th chapter, verses 19 through 21. If you are there, say amen. Praise God. The Bible says, and he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and took the five loaves and two fishes and looking up to heaven he blessed and break and gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude and they did eat were filled and they took up the fragments that remained, 12 baskets full and they had eaten and and they that had eaten were about five thousand men beside everybody say beside women and children so there was a bunch of people that were there today Lord God we thank you for the goodness and mercy today we thank you for your loving kindness, and we're praying, God, tonight, that you will bless us. Amen. Your word truly is a lamp unto our feet. Amen. It illuminates our lives and and dispels the darkness. Amen. Around us, and I'm praying, God, tonight, that through your word, Amen, that you will continue to move in this in the in the service tonight. Your spirit would be have a a great impact in our hearts and lives. Amen. In Jesus' name, we pray, and let everybody say Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Now, when you look at this scripture, I I, I, I want to start out by saying previously, a man earlier on in uh, the chapter, beginning in chapter 13, it deals with a, a horrible uh, event uh, uh, in uh, the uh, uh, life of, of John the Baptist because it is here where uh, you see that... Um, because of the queen and her daughter Uh, when she danced before Herod he said I'll give you whatever you ask for and in cahoots with her mother she asked for the head of John the Baptist on a charger amen and so uh, that is what just transpired uh, before uh, this happened and when you read the story and you read the account You will find out in verse 13 that when Jesus heard of what had happened, uh, he departed thence by a ship into a desert place apart. And, And when the people had heard thereof, they followed him on foot out of the cities. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. John the Baptist was beheaded. Jesus found out. He departed to another place. The people heard it. They followed. Amen. God had compassion on them. And that's when he commanded the the multitude to sit down on the grass. And that's when he took the five loaves and the two fishes. Amen. He blessed them. He broke them. Amen. And a miraculous thing transpired even after a tragic event. Amen. Even after a tragic event, sometimes we get caught up in the tragedy, which is real. Sometimes we get caught up in that sickness or caught up in that problem or caught up in that situation, uh, amen. And sometimes we get stuck there, amen. But here, I'm here to tell you that even in the midst of a tragedy or a circumstance, uh, Jesus is always waiting uh, to bring about the miraculous uh, in our lives. Hallelujah. And so it is with this that Jesus fed more than 5,000 folks. Amen. With five loaves of bread and two fishes. 5,000 people had the opportunity to experience the miraculous that day. They held a piece of a miracle in their hand. They ate it uh, and it satisfied uh, their hunger. Amen. From who? Uh, From just a young boy. Amen. We think of a loaf uh, of bread. I'm not talking about uh, going to Kroger's and getting a loaf of bread. That would be miraculous uh, to feed all those people with a loaf of bread. Uh, But I'm talking about five little rolls uh, and two dry fishes. Uh, Amen. Just enough for a little boy's lunch. Uh, Definitely not enough uh, for even the disciples and Jesus. uh, And for Sure, not enough uh, for all the crowd that was there that day. But I'm telling you, if you're able to give God something, uh, if you're able to get Him just a little bit, uh, Amen, He's going to bring something miraculous uh, about, Amen, about uh, with what you have given Him. Somebody say, Praise the Lord. Amen. And so I want to preach to us tonight, uh, amen, that there's something uh, in the miraculous. uh, Amen. You have a testimony. Uh, Turn to your neighbor right now and say, you have a testimony. Come on. You have a testimony. You say, I don't really have a testimony. Yes, you do. If you have been forgiven of your sins uh, and been filled with His Spirit uh, and been buried in His name, you have a testimony. Oh, come on. Somebody clap your hands and praise God tonight. But before you can have a personal testimony, amen, you're going to go through a trial. You're going to go through a test. You're going to go through a situation in your life. A testimony is an account of simply what? Amen. Something that God did for you that was out of your control. Come on, we've been singing about it tonight. The presence of God's in the house tonight. Amen. God wants to move on us and reaffirm the promises that He has given the church. Amen. So a testimony is just simply something that you tell, an account that you, uh, you relay to somebody about what God has done in your life that nobody else could do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So the hungry people that ate those—think about it tonight—those five loaves, amen, and those two fishes, amen. It became a living testimony when they took the very first bite of this miracle. Could you imagine being the people that were up front, the people that were there that actually seen those five loaves and two dry fishes, amen, from that little boy's lunch? Can you imagine, amen, Andrew that brought Peter to Jesus, amen, John's brother that actually went, amen, and got those five loaves and two fishes and brought them to the Lord? Can you imagine maybe what was going through his mind Amen, as he looked at this uh, and said, what is he going to do with this? Come on, in the natural, we're going to think like that. Uh, In the natural, that's our thought process. Uh, We're going to say, what can God do uh, with this uh, that I have? Uh, Amen, what's he going to do? But with God, all things uh, are possible. You just give him a little bit and he's going to produce a whole lot. You give Him your testimony, amen, and go to the world and God will take that testimony, that miraculous power that He's invested in you and will touch the lives of many people. If you believe that tonight, shout an amen. Everywhere they went from that day forward, amen, they could testify of the miraculous power of God that was on display that day. Everybody say that day. And so when we leave church tonight and we go about our daily activities tomorrow and the rest of the week, amen. I'm here to tell you, before you leave this place tonight, why don't we leave with a testimony? Come on, everybody shout it. I'm gonna leave with a testimony tonight. I'm going to leave with a testimony tonight. Amen. I'm going, to, I'm going to believe, amen, that people are going to be touched by my testimony. Amen. Let me tell you what happened in church last night. Amen. Or let me tell you what happened on Sunday night. Amen. God showed up. God provided the miraculous power and I have a testimony. Something that couldn't happen any other way, but now I'm coming to you. I've seen it. I've tasted of it. I've watched that happen hallelujah what's that song let me tell you what uh jesus uh did or something like that uh, amen or does amen he is a miracle working god amen he has all power in heaven and on earth uh, amen no 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 situation or problem or trial or test that comes our way is greater than our god right come on somebody say hallelujah Unfortunately, I must say, a lot of Christians these days, uh, uh, we don't testify that much anymore. We don't testify about the victory that that we have been promised. Amen. We moan about the test. We moan about the trial. We murmur and complain uh, about what has come into our life. uh, Amen. Without seeing uh, uh, the potential of what God is going to do with what we're going through. Come on, Herod was beheaded. That should have caused everybody to run everywhere and say, I don't want nothing to do with Jesus. I don't want anything to do with this. But yet they followed him out of town, out into the hills, and they sat there patiently. Amen. As Jesus ministered unto them, he fed them. He fed them. The miraculous power of God moved in their midst, and they were able to leave. Not hungry. But full, satisfied. They weren't. They didn't have to go looking for food that night because he had compassion. Amen. Not only did he have compassion on them, but he healed their sick. Come on, somebody tell your neighbor right now. He healed the sick. We focus a lot on the five loaves and the two fishes. Amen. But the other part of that was he healed their sick. Let me tell you what Jesus can do for you tonight. It makes no difference what your problem is, amen, or what you're going through. He's here tonight, amen, not only to feed you, amen, but he's here tonight to heal you. Oh, come on, somebody say hallelujah. He's here to make you go out different than the way you came in. He's able to fill you with his spirit, amen. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you just repent of your sins. My God wants to fill you with his spirit. The greatest miracle that mankind could ever receive is the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The infilling of God's Spirit. Amen. So don't moan. We're all prone to that. We're all prone to that. Oh, we get down in the dumps because things aren't going right. Or, or, or something happens in, in our life and we're just like, man, why? It just seems, how many ever felt like everything just happens to you? Right? Amen. Have you ever had that, 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 you're just going down the road and you have that flat tire and all of a sudden you just, oh man, why me? Why did this have to happen right now? right? Why did my engine just quit? Why, 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 why am I having this issues? Why me? Just stop for a moment and say, you know what? If you go just a little further down the road, you're probably going to see another car stopped. Amen. Amen. In fact, you'll probably see a tow truck. Amen. In fact, you'll see maybe a little orange sticker on their window that says, you know, you've probably been here a little bit too long and we're fixing to send somebody to take your truck somewhere or your car somewhere. Come on. We all have problems, We all have situations, amen, but I'm here to tell you, in the midst of that, you just need to lift up your head and call, like we sang, on the name of Jesus. Have you ever heard somebody say, I don't feel good? How many of you said, I don't feel good? It's church time, I don't feel good. Uh, come on now. I don't feel good. Or I'm going through a hard time with, with, with work. Or I'm going through a hard time with my family. And so I, I just don't feel like going to church today. Can I encourage you tonight and say this? Uh, hey Amen. Church is the last place you need to miss. Come on. With singing like this tonight, with people worshiping, uh, amen, the praise team and all of us worshiping God and and lifting our hands up and calling on the name of Jesus, Uh, church is the last place uh, that we need to miss uh, because of our test or trial or whatever's going on in our life. Uh, It's the last place that we need to miss. Uh, It should be the first place uh, that we want to go to, uh, amen, to cry out to the name of the Lord uh, and get with people of like precious faith uh, where they can pray for us uh, and encourage us. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. You know, Isaiah 53, 5 says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Philippians 4, 9, he says, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus and Romans 8:37 he said nay in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us oh somebody say hallelujah oh somebody say hallelujah hey man i'm here to tell you jesus is here tonight Amen. Whatever you need tonight, he's here. Amen. He'll take whatever you think is insignificant uh, and he will perform a miraculous uh, amen, a thing tonight in your life. Uh, amen. Look, folks, uh, we cannot be victorious uh, if we don't believe uh, that we have uh, the victory. We have to confess. Amen. We have to confess. Amen, that Paul said we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Hallelujah, I'm more than a conqueror. Amen, I don't care what I'm going through, I'm more than a conqueror. I don't care what the sickness is, I'm more than a conqueror. I don't care what the work problem is, I'm more than a conqueror. I don't care what the family problem is, I'm more than a conqueror. Amen, why? Because Jesus loved me. Amen, and I have his power. Amen, invested in me. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. sitting back here in the office before service. We were getting ready to pray and somebody comes in the office and, and says, where's the turn-off valve to the men's journal? <laughs> I'm the wrong guy to ask. You know why? Because I don't know. When you look under a sink, you've got a turnoff valve. But this goofy thing didn't have a turnoff valve. Thank God somebody knew how to turn it off. Oh, somebody said Hallelujah. <laughs> hey man you know what? devil will show up at any time you start to have a move of God and the devil's going to just put his ugly head in there and he's going to try to stir things up now I'm not saying he caused the plumbing to go bad I'm just saying you know what it can be discouraging one, one time or another when you're trying to build a building and the next thing you know the EPA says your, your land don't don't perk out and, 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 and now you're trying to get somebody to do a, a sewer and, and, and God bless Brother Brainerd for sticking his, uh, uh, you know, his ear to the phone and, and trying to find somebody. And, and has anybody ever tried to find somebody to come and do work for you re- recently? Have you tried to get anybody to come and do anything? They either won't return your phone call. If you're listening out there, I'm talking about you, or all you, you contractors out there, there's some, there some people around that need some work done. Amen. But listen to me. Uh, amen. They, 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 you know, you go, you go through all this uh, and, and you need something uh, and, and you're trying to get somebody to do something for you. Amen. And you just can't get anybody to come. You can't get anybody to do anything. Uh, amen. Right now, it's so busy and everybody's out doing big jobs. Uh, and that's where the money is. And they forget that a lot of times in the wintertime, you're going to be starving. But you know, with all these things, you're, you want to do a building, you want to see God do great things. Uh, you want to grow, you want to have, you want to multiply, you want to do all this. It seems like there's always something here and there that kind of just kind of pops up and pops up and pops up. And finally you just got your head down and you're thinking, why are we even doing this? Why are we just, let's just have church and forget about all this kind of stuff. Uh, hey Amen. But then all of a sudden the thought comes back and. And and in my mind, and it says, "Well, well, do you believe? Do you believe, Amen? Do, Do you do you have a vision for greater things than what you have right now, Amen? Do you do you believe that there's more people that want to come to your church? Do you believe that there's people that need to be saved? Do you believe that there's people that need miracles in their lives? Do you believe, Amen? Do you believe? Do you believe?" And th- then you turn around uh, and, 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 and you, you start adopting the thought. Well, whatever we got to do. Uh, we're just going to give God what we got. Uh, and then let God begin to perform the miracles. Uh, and let God begin to provide. Uh, and let God begin to make a way uh, when there doesn't seem to be a way. Come on. You can't be victorious if you don't have the victory. Amen. Doubt. must say Doubt. Come on! Why don't you shout it real loud? We're, you know, everybody. We're still afraid of COVID right now a little bit. That's okay. That's fine. Hey Amen. But uh, uh, if you got a little space there and you're not afraid, you're going to spit on somebody. Just shout out doubt. doubt. Hallelujah! Doubt, doubt, doubt is defeat. Jesus gave us something to use. It's called faith. Faith, faith, faith. Just a little bit of faith. You don't need a whole lot. Just give him what you got. Brother Bobby, sometimes we think we need a wheelbarrow full of faith for for something to get done. No. God says, you know what? All you need is that little, one little uh, piece of pea gravel. Uh, Amen. You don't need the whole wheelbarrow. Just give me that little bit of faith and I can do wonders, I can do great things, give me the five loaves and the two fishes, it seems insurmountable odds, it seems impossible, but if you'll give it to me, I will do the work. In Luke the 10th chapter verse 19 and 20, what did Jesus say, he said, "Behold." I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding, in verse 20 he says, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you but rejoice because your name is written in heaven. So I'm here to tell you tonight That your salvation uh, is the greatest miracle that you will ever receive in your life. That death, burial, and resurrection, uh, that burial in the name of Jesus, uh, the old man dying out, uh, coming up in a newness of life, uh, being filled with his spirit. uh, Amen. I'm here to tell you tonight, that is the greatest miracle that you and I can ever receive. Becoming a new creature in Christ Jesus. After Jesus did a miracle for this group and these thousands of people 5,000 plus because you've got to understand it said 5,000 men and then you had the women and the children. Amen. He went to the mountain to pray after this and he sent his disciples on across the other side of the sea. And when they were in the midst of the sea about three miles out all of a sudden The wind started blowing. There was a storm. And it seemed that after every miracle that they had seen, once again, here was a trial or, hey, a tragic situation on their hands. They thought they were going to die. You see, it seems that every miracle we are blessed with, it seems like once we have this great, something happens. Amen. And God's doing something great. And then all of a sudden, there's a storm. Seems like a miracle and a storm. A storm and a miracle. A beheading, a miracle. A miracle, a storm. Pastor, you don't understand. I like the miracles, but I really don't appreciate the storms. How do you think you get a miracle? People get miracles because they're going through things. When you come to God and you repent of your sins, uh, it's because you see the necessity uh, that something's got to change in your life. Amen. Something's got to change in your life. You need something different than what you've got. Something has to happen. Uh, Amen. And so every miracle seems like every miracle that we're blessed with, there's a storm that follows. And I think God lets that happen for a reason uh, or for a purpose. In Matthew the 14th chapter again verse 24 and 25 it says the ship was now in the midst or in the middle or about three miles out uh, amen in the sea uh, tossed with the waves uh, amen for the wind was contrary and in the fourth watch folks between three and six o'clock in the morning amen Jesus went unto them walking on the water just about the time Your test starts getting out of control. Expect the Lord to come walking on the water. Just when you think uh, it's over. Just when you think, uh, amen, you can't stand anymore. Just when you think uh, the waters and the swells uh, are gonna sink your boat, uh, amen, lift up your hands. uh, Lift up your head uh, and call on the name uh, of Jesus. Amen. Why? Why do I do that? Because He knows what you need before you ever ask. You got to remember Jesus left them, went to the mountain to pray. Amen. When the storm came, He wasn't physically with them. Amen. But Jesus still came to their rescue. Oh, somebody say, Hallelujah. Amen. It was that day in the midst of the storm when Jesus come walking on the water. And they looked and uh, they were afraid. Uh, amen. They, 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 they uh, uh, thought it was a ghost. They thought it was a spirit. Uh, amen. They they thought it was uh, uh, something else. Uh, amen. But all of a sudden, uh, amen, when Jesus came walking to them, uh, amen, immediately Jesus stretched out his hand when Peter walked on the water. Amen. he caught him and said unto him, oh, thou of little faith. I would be thinking, well, Lord, he had enough faith to get out of the boat Peter yelled out Lord is it you he said it's me he said if it's you bid me come come and he starts climbing out of the boat he gets on the water and all of a sudden the circumstance then gets a hold of him And all of a sudden, when that happened, and he gets his eyes off of the Lord, he begins to sink. Amen. And then he cries out. He said, oh, Lord, save me. Jesus takes him, but he says, oh, thou little faith. Wherefore didst thou believe? Peter, you came out of the boat. Peter, you were walking on water. What in the world happened to you? How many understands that tonight? How many understands that sometimes all of a sudden God begins to move in your life but then all of a sudden something begins to happen and that doubt comes back? Listen, I'm going to tell you something real important tonight. You can't sink in your storm if you cry out to him. Let me say it again, you can't sink in your storm if you'll cry out to him. Hallelujah. Come on. Amen. Your doubt, your doubt doesn't alter the love that Jesus has for you. That doesn't change, Brother Howard. His love for us supersedes our doubt. And our unbelief. Amen. All we got to do, Brother brother Bobby, is to understand that, amen, I might start sinking, uh, but if I'll just call on his name. If you believe that tonight, clap your hands, uh, amen, and give God some glory in the house tonight. When Jesus showed up in the storm, the disciples' problem was now solved. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. The storm ceased when Jesus showed up. The troubles and fears were calmed when Jesus showed up. How many, how many knows what it's like to be in the midst of a storm of life, but yet when you get in the presence of the Lord, that stuff just kind of goes away. Amen. You know, the Lord, the Lord just knows, the Lord knows how much you can take. Sometimes we'll say, "Lord, I just don't know. I just don't know how much more I can take. How many's ever said that before? Come on, be, be honest. I don't know how much more I can take, Lord. You know, let me bring it real to you tonight. How many' had kids? And they're just pushing every button. They're just doing everything, man. And it's just like a whirlwind. All of a sudden, it's it's usually the mom. The mom's just like, I don't know how much more I can take. That's what she says to the dad. Why? Because she's expecting dad to go in and straighten everybody out. Sometimes that happens with me. You're all looking at my wife right now. Wrong story. But as a pastor, sometimes we'll, 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 people will maybe come to me and say, I don't know how much more I can take about this, 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 and this, this. And a lot of times you expect me to go in and straighten the situation out. When in reality... We need to turn to the Lord and say, Lord, Jesus, I'm going through this right now. I need your help right now. Not two days from now, not a week from now, not a month from now. I need your help now. Come on, somebody shout that out. I need your help right now, God. I need your help right now. Right now. Just in the house tonight, release that faith. Release that faith. Release that measure of faith. Release that small amount of faith. He said you only have to have a little bit amount of faith the size of a grain of a mustard seed. You don't need nothing big. Just release what you've got. Let me say it again. He knows how much stress you can take. He knows. He knows. He knows our fears. Amen. How many's got fear? Listen, if you live in this world today, you're going to have some fears. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, in the midst of this fear, our God is going to show up. Come on. He's going to show up during that test, during that trial, during that that, that problem, during that situation. And what's he going to do? He's going to give you a a miracle. The miraculous is going to take place. Come on, clap your hands tonight and just receive that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. You don't need a whole lot, just use what you got. Just use what you got. Don't look down at the pew at somebody else and think oh my they got a relationship with God they got a lot of faith I'm here to tell you everybody everybody starts out with just a little bit of faith amen you don't need a, a big bunch of it just a little bit of it. he knows what your fears are and when you call on him he's going to show up he's going to give you a testimony. Look what the Lord has done He healed my body. He touched my mind. Amen. He changed my heart. Amen. He touched me. Oh, He touched me. And all oh, the joy that flooded my soul. Something happened. Oh, somebody shout something happened. And now I know it was His hand. It was His hand. It was His hand. That moved in our situation. When your problem meets His power, Come on, let me say it again. When your problem meets his power, miraculous things are going to happen. How many is ready tonight to give your problem to him? Your problem to him. Things that you think uh, it's an insurmountable odd or it's no way it's going to happen. Uh, you need it to happen in your life, but you just, you're just hard to believe it. Uh, amen. Why don't you just decide tonight before you leave the house? Uh, amen. That you're going to give him your problem uh, so that he can perform uh, the miraculous uh, and give you a testimony uh, so that when you do leave this place, you can do like those 5,000 plus uh, as they walked away and they begin to tell their neighbor, You ain't going to believe this but Jesus just took five little loaves, five little buns and two two dry fishes, Uh, amen, and he fed all of us, uh, and there was 12 baskets left over. I don't know. I was reading a a little bit of commentary on that, on that baskets, Uh, amen, and... uh, and uh, come from a Greek word, amen, that, uh, that, that talked about those baskets, Brother Howard, being the, the satchel that the disciples would wear, amen, that people would wear. So it wasn't necessarily a big basket, uh, amen, but a, a basket, you know, they were passing it out. God's miraculous power. And the 12, uh, uh, as I was reading, uh, uh, were, were, were left over with 12 baskets. Uh, amen. And, and they were saying, could it be, uh, Amen, that those little satchels, uh, Amen, they had the leftover in there. Amen. To remind them of the miraculous power that happened on that day as well. Oh, somebody say Hallelujah. But let me say it again when your problem meets His power. The miraculous happens when the disciples saw him walking on the water. That figure walking on the water, they didn't think it was Jesus. Uh, they thought it was a spirit. They thought it was a ghost. Uh, hey Amen. Hear me tonight. When you're in trouble, God may come in disguise. Hey Amen. In fact, Thursday night, uh, Brother Kleindess was talking about angels. Amen. I don't know about you tonight, but I think I think somewhere, amen, in the midst of all this, uh, amen, all the stuff that, that, that needs to happen, uh, amen, maybe we just need to start fasting and praying uh, and then just giving it to God and let God do the work, Brother Brainerd. Uh, how about that? Uh, why don't we all just start beginning to say, you know what? I'm going to fast. Uh, I'm going to pray. Uh, I'm going to join with my brothers and sisters. Uh, amen. I'm going to get some childlike faith uh, and I'm going to begin to believe God uh, that the doors are going to be opened up. Uh, amen. Uh, and God's going to begin to move in my family uh, and my friends uh, at the work, uh, amen, wherever it might be uh, God's going to show up uh, and take my testimony Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah sometimes God just comes, comes in in disguise, amen but I'm here to tell you he'll be there if you'll call out on him if you'll call his name what's his name tonight? come on say it real loud What did he say? Call his name. The angel said, Call his name. What? Why? For he shall save his people from their sins. Say the name of Jesus. Say the name of Jesus. Why? There's none other name. There's none other name. I can't say, Hey, Greg. Heal me. Greg would look at me like I was nuts. Because brother Greg, we know you and I, we can't do nothing within our flesh. We can't do anything. But it's the God we're connected to. He's the one that doeth the work. How many wants me to quit right now? Amen, how many wants God to show up in your life somewhere? I'm telling you he's there. He is as close as the mention of his name. Come on, let me give you some examples. I believe uh, blind Bartimaeus would have never never been healed if he hadn't screamed out Thou son of David have mercy on me. Jesus passed. Huh? Jesus Son of David have mercy on me come on sometimes you have to get desperate enough amen to be able to raise your voice in prayer and call out on the name of the Lord sometimes you got to realize my situation is not going to change my problem is not going to go away I need help say the name of Jesus say the name what do you say usually? My wife my wife says it a lot. Especially when I'm driving. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's right. We pulled in the restaurant yesterday after I got back from camp meeting. We went out to eat and uh, when we got in the, the car she says, do you want me to drive? And I'm like, yeah, sure, man. That'd be great. Because if I get in to drive that means I got to Put the seat down, put the seat all the way back, put the back, you know, because she's short. So she likes to get it up really close. Well, I can't get in. Have you ever tried to get into a car when you only have the steering wheel and the back of the bench? And so, and so we're, we're there getting ready to pull into place, and, and she didn't appreciate it too much, Brother Bobby. Because I was telling her, don't use this driveway, use the next driveway, da, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And hey, folks, listen, right now, that was a bad move. I shouldn't have done that. I realized that. And then she clarified it. And she says, now, if I'm going across the line or whatever like that, or I'm about ready to do this or that or whatever, then I could see it. But I can park. I can pull in. I know, I know how to do this. Right? And as we were walking, I kind of thought to myself, well, that was pretty stupid. That was kind of a boneheaded thing to do. You know, just let her drive, you know. Just let her drive, right? Hey, Amen. But when she's riding with beep, Brother Howard, Jesus comes out a few times. Yeah, comes out, you know. Because I can't hear that little beep right there, Brother Rob, that tells me, you're crossing the lane. You know, she'll say, hey, you're on the lane. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm still on the line. Did you hear that person beep at you? What person? No, really, seriously, you got to understand right now. Hey Amen. Sometimes you got to be willing to say, you know what? In my situation, my problem, what's going on, I just need a call on the name of the Lord. I, you know, I just believe that, that he wouldn't probably would not have received his healing uh, unless he vocalized uh, that he needed uh, Jesus in his life at that moment to change his life. What? What about the ten lepers? Do you think they would have ever been cleansed if they hadn't have said, if thou wilt? What about the woman with the issue of blood? Do you think she would have ever been healed if she hadn't been determined, uh, amen, to push her way or crawl her way uh, and touch the hem of his garment? After she had spent everything on the physicians and nobody could cure her. But yet one touch, one touch of the hem of his garment. And virtue flowed through and healed her body. Who touched me? Oh, Lord, Lord. And disciples trying to explain it away. Well, Lord, look, they're thronging you. Everybody's around you. And there's a lot of people touching you. Uh, there's a difference. i preached this before. i talked about it. There's a difference between touching him and touching him. A lot of people were probably touching him because he was going through the people. But when she touched him with a purpose, and there was something there that 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 was that was believing that if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. I believe there's somebody here tonight. You need to touch the hem of the garment of the master's garment. I believe somebody here tonight needs to call out on the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. Come on. But Bobby, I don't think Jairus', da- Jairus daughter would have ever been healed except for the fact that Jairus asked. I don't think Lazarus would have ever been raised from the grave unless the fact that his sisters sent for him. And then he waited four days. What? He waited four days. Everybody say four days. Now wait a minute. We needed you four days ago. We need you before he died. Come on, somebody say, I need him before I die. That's true. That's what they were saying. We need you to come. Lazarus is really sick. He's nigh unto death and he waits four days. And so by the time he gets there then he's met with, "Well lord, by this time he stinks. His body's decaying. It's rotting. What can you do now?" So Jesus gets out there. Amen. And through all the mourners and all the doubt and all the naysayers and all that kind of stuff and he just simply says, "Roll away the stone." Roll away the stone. Somebody preached, preached uh, about Lazarus this week. Hey, amen. Roll away, the, Brother Carson. Roll away the stone. Roll away the stone. Get rid of it. And then what does Jesus do? He doesn't go through some kind of a, a, a big, uh, you know, getting everybody. Let's go through this ceremony. Uh, let's go through this. Uh, amen. Let's read some words. And, and let's go all this. And, uh, and, and go all. No, 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 no. He said one thing. Lazarus, Come forth. Let me say it again. If you want God to do something, you gotta ask him. If you want God to move in your life, you gotta call on him. You can't just be a recipient of, 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 of a blessing. You know, you just can't, it just doesn't happen. You gotta you gotta call out for his help. Right? Come on, somebody say hallelujah. Amen. We're fixing to have this altar, altar call. And I'm here to tell you tonight, if you will just believe. What is that song? If you believe, you shall receive. There's not a trouble or care. The good Lord can't relieve. Oh, why? He is just the same today. All you got to do is trust and pray and believe. You must believe. I'm here to tell you tonight, believe. You need the Holy Ghost? Believe. You need healing? Believe. Come on, God's able to do anything, right? Yeah. Doubt says no. No. Amen. But God says yes. You know what? We just have to believe God's already done as much as he's going to do. Now you've got to invite him into your situation. If you don't invite him to the situation, you'll never come out of it. Have you ever wondered why Jesus had had the disciples gather up the fragments of the leftovers? I just said it a minute ago. It wasn't for them necessarily to eat. But I believe to serve as a reminder of God's miraculous power. Even though we have a testimony right in front of our faces. We can forget about his miraculous power. When we get caught up in the midst of our next storm. Let's stand together. But when God brings a miracle into your situation, into your life, understand this. Don't leave the scene until you have considered the leftovers. Remember the victory in the midst of your next trial. Let your test become your testimony. I remember years ago, a friend of mine pastors the church now, but I went to a rally. I was the uh, youth leader at that time and we went to a rally and uh, as you said on the platform it was cooking the worship was going it was a youth rally kids get pumped they get, they get just they're inter, they, they got energy I used to have that kind of energy it's kind of flew the coop in fact when I preached and I go home tonight, tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up and I'm going to feel this tonight but I don't mind that give me a day and I'll get through it what is that stuff Geritol I don't take it so we were there at that rally and uh, Sister Nikki they were cranking man it was going I'm sitting there and on on the right side of the platform your left side over here on the wall they had this bell, and uh, you know, I didn't know much about it. Didn't wasn't thinking nothing about it until all of a sudden people were shouting. You know, like Sister Moody, she'll she'll get the excited, and she'll start running, and uh, they'd come around this way. They would stop at that bell, and they would pick up the little thing, and they'd go ding 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 ding, and then they'd go on, and then but Howard, somebody else would come along and they'd get that little stick there and, and they'd go on they'd shout down the aisle and everything was going like that. And by the time, about the third or fourth one, I'm thinking, okay, what is this? So I reached over to somebody who was from there and I said, okay, you're gonna have to explain this to me. What in the world are they ringing the bell? He says, when they get the victory, they go ring the victory bell. That was their victory bell. That was their victory bell. So when somebody gets the victory, they run over ding, 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 and ring that victory bell. Amen. Now, that's not the way I would do it. I just raise my hand and thank God for it. But they wanted everybody to know that they just got the victory. Let me step, stop and tell you something right now. You got to remember that victory in the midst of your trial. Let your test become your testimony. There comes a time when you have to claim the victory. I close with this. You might be in the midst of a storm right now. You might be in the midst of a situation in your life that you just don't see your way out of. It's a problem, whatever's going on. Amen. It might be the biggest thing you've ever experienced. But I want you for just a little while tonight, get your eyes off of the storm. Get your eyes off of the winds. Get your eyes off of what's going on in your life. And look out in the horizon. Because I'm telling you, Jesus is on the water, walking in your direction. And all he needs to hear from you is to acknowledge, Lord, is that you? And I promise you, he's going to say, yes, it's me. Come on. Come on. Amen. you got to, you just got to, victory's got to, you got to get to that place right now where you say, whatever I'm going through, uh, amen, I'm giving it to God tonight. I'm I'm giving it to God. I'm turning loose of it. Uh, Amen. I'm going to provide just that little bit of faith. And God wants to do something great in your life. I'm going to open these altars right now. And all I'm asking right now is that if you'll trust me tonight, if you'll trust me, if you'll trust the Word, not me, but the Word. Everybody say the Word. If you will trust the Word and you believe that God, amen, is going to meet you, why don't you take a step out in faith and walk to this altar, amen. Take a step out of faith and walk to this altar and say, God, I'm going to give it to you right now. I'm going to provide my faith. I'm going to provide my situation. I'm going to provide my fear. I'm going to provide my doubt. I'm going to believe in you right now, God, for the miraculous in my life. Come on. can you believe that tonight? Believe it tonight. Believe it. Believe it that he is a rewarder of them that will diligently seek after him. Believe. Believe. Believe.
0: Hallelujah. Oh, Come on. Come on, turn loose of it. Come on, turn loose of it. Come on, believe, it. That the believe, the believe, that believe, believe that God's able. Believe that God's able. Believe that God's able.